All work and no play makes Freddy want to be the prom queen. I'm Justin. This high school was better than mine because the chicks are 31 and half of them have fake boobs. I'm Sam. Mary Lou. I'm Jackie. And this is Hello Mary Lou, prom night two on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! What? Hangers! It stinks. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. We are back after another hiatus where we all decided to go to Western Oregon. Uh, Thank you for having us, the coast. Uh, You're lovely. And your weather is awesome compared to our weather on the rest of the planet, which is over 100 degrees, even Antarctica. It's like 100, 100 degrees. 115 right now in Antarctica. The penguins are wearing bikinis. It's really hot everywhere. It's hot. Yeah. It's not hot in the... It's winter in the southern hemisphere. No, I'm pretty sure it's it's summer down there, too. Everybody says it's hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> I get emails. Patagonia, hot. T- talk at stinkermadness.com, and all, it's, all it says is, I'm too hot. Yep, Madagascar, <laughs> hot. Um... 1987's 1987's Hello Mary Lou Prom Prom Night 2 2, which is actually just The Haunting of Hamilton High yeah only I guess to get the rest of the money uh, Michael R. Simpson the producer who also did Prom Night 1 got hijacked the uh, classic uh, Jamie Lee Curtis cult movie that we all saw and decided was not worth caring about at all have to hard time staying awake during that one yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so mgm is like yeah but we need to capitalize on the success of prom night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i guess is pretty successful yeah no it was a cult classic uh it made like 15 million against two or against like one though yeah, too so successful drive-in movie uh you then have to Wonder, well, do people remember that? Because it's seven years ago. Right. That's a stretch. That's a long time. Well, don't forget, like, Carrie, between the Carrie and one and the Rage, it's 20 years, 22 years, something like that. Also didn't do good. Also picked by Jackie, uh, also a very similar movie to this one. Jackie, what is your obsession with prom movies? It's not an obsession with prom movies. It's about gory deaths. Oh, okay. That just happened to take place at the prom. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not around picking, a high school. You're not picking Jason movies. You're not picking Freddy movies. You're not picking uh, Scanners, which is kind of boring, except for when that guy's head explodes, or, or Life Force. You're choosing prom movies where people explode at. Well, in my defense, this one had some twists and turns in the death rates. In the death rates? In, in the death scenes. You mean the death rates where nobody died for like 
an hour and a half and then like 30 and within 10 minutes. Whatever. Somebody died within the first 30 minutes. <laughs> it was a long period where nothing happened in this movie that was very... Uh, Something happened in the first 10 minutes. Somebody died. Right, right, right. But then it takes a long break. And then 10 minutes later, somebody else died. No, I don't think so. We'll, we'll find that out because uh, we, we should have... I should have stopped the clock and gave us a, a teenage death-ometer. That's a thing. They have those. They have those? You can buy them at Radio Shack. Teenage deathometers. Sure. <laughs> if you can find a Radio Shack still. Uh, what else you got, Sam? Oh, so they had shot it pretty much all the way. Okay. As the haunting of Hamilton High. But right. then the screenwriter, Ron Oliver, had to uh, direct the extensive reshoots, not the original director, Bill Pittman. So... By the end of it, the producer Simpson is just like, yeah, this thing doesn't make any sense. Right. And they just released it anyway, and it still made money. And it's completely not related to Prom Night in any way, because isn't Prom Night 1 a slasher movie? Just a straight up slasher? Slasher. Whereas this is a supernatural telekinesis ghost movie. This is seriously a little bit of everything, but it's mostly Nightmare on Elm Street, Carrie, and The Shining. Right. Only crappy. Only super crappy. They try to sprinkle in some other stuff. There's some poltergeist business mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. chalkboard, and they sprinkle in a few things. Apparently, if you were to read this on paper, there would be a cavalcade of who's who horror directors that the characters are named after. Oh. But really, Craven, uh, the Craven teacher is the only one that actually kind of, I was watching for it, and I was like, well, I can't tell any of these homages because the only one I get is Craven. Huh, I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, the guy, the science teacher's last name is Craven, Mr. Oh. Craven. Okay. And I guess he gets to be the uh, front runner because he actually told Ron Oliver what to do. Huh. Because he called him. He was like, I'm, I don't know what to do. And he's like, scare him and then give him a hard on and get him out of the theater. Jackie, did you? Good excite, good advice. Did you notice any other names, horror movie director names? Uh, Billy Norman. I'm the assuming... Nordham thing didn't. Yeah, seem that's good. not Norman. It's Nordham, which is oh. There's nobody named that in horror. Uh, I didn't notice it then. Yeah, well, that's a really weak homage if you're trying to do that because we got Norma, uh, Vicky Carpenter. Okay, sure. so we got John there. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, oh, Kelly Hennenlauter. Yeah, was the popular lady. Um. That's about it. Good job on that, guys. Wow. Uh, you know, I'm sure all those directors were very uh, like, oh, thank you for uh, thinking of me in, in, and then not naming me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Or that they didn't even hear of this movie. At right. All. Right. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, also, apparently, the junior high that this is filmed at, uh, they made some, like, the movie took the place over and did a bunch of painting and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the junior high couldn't afford to fix most of it, so they just left all of it and had to fix it over time. And the last piece of uh, left behind that got fixed was some windows, I guess. Okay. Uh, 2001 oh is my how God. long it took them to recover oh from God. this movie basically commandeering the high, the junior high for Dude, however long. that's so terrible. Why didn't the studio pick up the bill for that? Because, because they, don't. they don't. They're assholes. It's... They, yeah, they act like, yeah, they just, come, they're like locusts. Yeah, remember that scene in South Park where uh, uh, the, the Sundance comes into town and they do, so, they destroy the town 
and Mr. Hanky has to cover it and shit, and and the shit that gets covered in the town is better than what the Sundance people leave. Yeah. That's pretty much how film production works. Yeah. They come into a town, they destroy it, and then they're like, well, thanks for having us. Bye-bye. Yeah, the uh, the movie State in Maine is just about that. It, it's the film, it, 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 even to the point that the film crew is having to go to a new town because they fucked up the other town so bad before they even started shooting that they had to abandon ship and go to a new town to fuck it up. Yeah, we did a, I thought we did a movie that had, uh, was shot like in snow, but it was filmed in a location during summer. So they had to fake snow with styrofoam and they had such an economic or ecological disaster because of the mounds and mounds of fake snow that was styrofoam that they couldn't clean it up for like 20 years and had to like, redo the entire town's water supply because it was filled with styrofoam from this fucking movie. Avalanche or whatever. Some, with, it was one yeah. of those shitty goddamn disaster movies. Yeah, other than that, the only thing they've noted is that this has got a kid in it named Brock Simpson, which right. is almost Brock Simpson, right. but it's not, and he's the science kid. <laughs> I had to find out who Brock oh, Simpson oh, the, was. Oh, the computer hacker. Yeah, the com- yeah, right. hacker. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> Air quotes. Okay, he doesn't hack the computer. He dials up a program called Printmaster Gold Print- and makes a new banner. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, whatever. It's 80s hacking. It was probably just Printmaster when this was made. Yeah, Gold exactly. Wasn't even out Gold yet. was 95. Yeah, that was with Windows 4.1. This is... <laughs> you still had to have typing OSs <laughs> right. at this point. Uh, CMD slash C colon forward slash Printmaster yeah. Gold. And it couldn't have spaces in Printmaster Gold because they, they didn't think of spaces <laughs> Yeah, um, I've got a little sure boring bullshit of my own. Now, believe it or not, this is number two in the prom night franchise that goes all the way to prom night four. Huh. They made four of these things. Yeah, they did yeah. Well, this is they made four haunting at Hillside High School or whatever it's sure. called because prom night one has nothing to do with these, anything. This one has two sequels. Yes, this one has two sequels. Now, the second one uh, was DTV. Uh, it was called Prom Night 3, Living in Hell, or some bullshit sure. like that. Where We may or may not get to it ever, but I do have some fun facts about it. Ah. Uh, the film was financed by Live Entertainment, which was owned by one Jose Menendez. Uh, the Thursday before production was to commence, writer-director Ron Oliver went to dinner with the Menendez family, including brothers Eric and fucking Lyle Menendez. Yeah, those two Menendez really? brothers. Yeah. The following Monday, Ron learned production had been delayed due to the murders of Jose and Kitty Menendez. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, I thought I was like, holy shit. That's like, I didn't even realize Menendez's were in film at all in any way. I just thought that they were bad, mean parents and. Or not even that. They were mean. the twins that killed the parents. They right? were the twins that killed their parents, or the Menendez brothers, brothers, or whatever. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know yeah. if they were twins, but yeah, I think those guys are still in prison. I hope so. Uh, anyways, yeah, there we go. Final thoughts before we roll into this, Jackie. You want to talk about uh, any '80s fashion or anything like that? I thought that the 1950s fashion looked way better than the 1980s fashion that they had. Yeah. Um. I really liked the crown, the prom crown. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really pretty. Um, the cape was a wizard's cape. Yeah, there's a wizard's cape in this movie. Um, the best hair definitely goes to pregnant teenager. I don't know what her name is. Uh, she has extremely large hair. It's like... Roberta Smith of The Cure, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Or are you talking about the lady that wanted to be the prom queen? No, the other one that, that got pregnant and she was sitting in the locker room oh, crying. She, that's why she was crying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought she just was like, I want to have something to remember him by. Yeah. No, she said, he left me something to remember him by. Oh. Pictures of him. Or a baby. Or, or a baby. Maybe she was crying because she just heard disintegration for the first time and she was like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Disintegration's a really great album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, the main character is a frumpy, ugly lady. She's basically just Larry Bird. Yeah. And wait, uh, Larry Bird had a mustache is what typically people ask. And it's like, wait, Vicky had eyebrows? Huh. Uh, mean. Yeah, well, That's I mean, mean. Come on, yeah. dude. She looks like Larry Bird. She looks better naked, at least. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I thought fine. I thought she looked fine naked. Uh, they do. A, I think they could have done a better cast on her because she has to have this uh, Carrie-esque transformation where she's, uh, you know, gets she's sexified. Yeah. She's at the beginning of the movie. She's getting tampons thrown at her. And at the end of the movie, she's prom queen. But it's not quite the same transformation as like all the other like legit Cinderella movies, you know, like she goes from frumpy to, well, yeah. Uh. Huh. <laughs> so her and the one that wanted to be the prom queen, the bitchy girl, mm -hmm. Kelly, Kelly, they both do voices for sailor moon. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Like Oddly to this enough, day? No, the original overdub. I don't, I, I don't know how many series of sailor moons run, but the original one that they did in the eighties mm -hmm. would be the one that they did voices for. So. Okay. All right. All right. Does she do the, uh, Naratu run sound effects? Oh, that's only one guy does. That. Okay. That's too yeah, bad. He just, <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. What is his name? Dragon. Bill Haynes, the guacamole Foley. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> whatever that guy's name. I need to figure out what his name is and bring him back. He's comedy gold. Uh, I my note on the costumes and just the production of the like the way that teenagers are treated in this movie because there's two there's two eras of teenagers there's 50s Mary Lou type teenagers and then there's 80s I guess desperately seeking Susanish exactly uh they do a very bad job of differentiating between the two because really you could swap all the dialogue. Between the two eras, and there's no like, there's no rad dude. That's totally gnarly, or like, like, uh, like a like a Ferris Bueller type character dialogue, sure. or like weird science, like any of those very trendy '80s movies. There's none of that. It's you could seriously swap the dialogue between the characters, and you could not tell the difference between it was the '50s or the '80s. That's because like, it was made in Edmonton. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> They were in the 50s. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. In 1980. <laughs> and same with the style. Like, they, the ladies dressed there, like, in the 80s, they're wearing poodle skirts, too. Yeah, I have it's it on not... good authority that the uh, modern-ish costumes were mm -hmm. actually put in boxes that were labeled future clothes. Right, right, exactly. Wow. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Um, Ready? Yes. Set. Go. All right, Prom Night 2 from 1987. Hello, Mary Lou. Uh, at the beginning of this movie, a box opens up. That's what we're leading with here. It's a trunk. It's a trunk. Steam trunk. What's inside the trunk? Let's just go right to it. What's in there? A shark or something? Yeah, what's in the what's in the trunk? A shark or something? It's a crown, it's a cape, and it's the sash from the 1957 prom. Okay, so let me get this straight. It doesn't matter what happens in 1957. They box up 
the prom stuff for every year and put it in a trunk and then store it in the drama department's prop room? Yeah. Every year they do this. They, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that you take your crown and your cape home if you win. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. this particular contestant died, so it's like, well, we can use it for Macbeth. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, okay, I like that theory. The the, the drama department's like, we got to take what we can get, right? Because nobody comes to our fucking sure. place. So. Yeah, like, as long as there's not a blacklight, we can steal the prom clothes. All right, uh, welcome to uh, Hillside's uh, High School's production of uh, Hamlet. Uh, glad to see all of you here, all ten people that showed up and paid a dollar. That's sure. our annual budget for the drama department. Uh-huh. Thanks a lot, town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They take what they can get. Nobody turn on a black light because otherwise it's just Macbeth's wearing a heavily semen soiled <laughs> tuxedo. Right. And then you're like, well, why are the other costumes covered in semen? Well, high school drama. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big orgy. It is. It's like band camp. Especially if you go to this high school, all the chicks are 31 and they have fake boobs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so Mary Lou goes into church. And she confesses to us that she has banged everybody in town, including the teachers and all of the husbands and probably some of the moms. Uh, And she doesn't have any remorse for it at all. She's like, fuck you, Catholicism. I can fuck who I want. Except my boyfriend. Except for my boyfriend. But he's a total tool. And that's her choice to make, Sam. I fully support Mary Lou's uh, sexual independence. Whatever. Well, and I think the the trick back then... And maybe it's still true today. Mm-hmm. Is that you hold out when you want the commitment from somebody who's rich? Oh, okay. keep them interested, all right? right? All keep right. them giving yeah. you gifts, and yeah. then eventually you're like, "All right, I've got everything I need. I guess he's going to marry me now. I'm going to be comfortable for the rest of my life. I might as well screw him." Give that guy some blue balls until he puts a ring on it. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The rich guy. You know, one day he could be a principal of a high school. <laughs> <laughs> he's going places. Yeah. And that's what happens at prom. She is uh, uh, there uh, with Bill, Bill Nordham, yep. who is a 35-year-old man with a receding hairline. Sure. And everybody else there is also in their 30s. I feel like I saw some people that were in their 50s yeah, at this prom. Yeah, there might have been. <laughs> Very much some suntan bunnies in there. It's like, oh, a saddlebag with hair. So the production film or the production crew goes out to cast extras and uh, they're like, all right, we, we need some teenagers. And the, the extras show up and they say, no, we need some teenagers. And they're like, we are. And that's just what people look like. Sure. in Edmonton. Edmonton yeah. <laughs> we were the teenagers at the bar, but they're too fucked up. Right. So get these seasoned alcoholics that are also fucked up, but at least they won't fall over. Well, at least they're not wearing tuxedos. Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> That would be sweet. Yeah. A Canadian tuxedo prom theme. Yeah. And then hockey hair. Right. And, and then just hair. a hockey fight. <laughs> like, in fact, I don't want to go to the prom. I just want to go see the Edmonton Oilers. Right. That seemed to be better. Yeah. That would have Every been, time. Yeah. That would be totally better than prom. Uh, she's like, all right, screw you, Bill. You're just such a tool. I'm uh, Go get me uh, some punch. This is after he gives her a ring. Yeah. A Mary Lou ring. Yeah. Uh, you're lame. I'm going to sneak into the back room and make out with another guy who later in life is going to have a total uh, change of heart and become a Catholic priest. Yeah, why not? I think that he becomes the priest because of Mary Lou's death. Uh, I now I'm not going to go there. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. 
sorry. It's going to, yeah. <laughs> Catholic priests. I'm, I'm betting you can yeah. fill in the punchline for the joke I'm not going to tell here. Sure. Um, you know, it's really overplayed. Yeah, yeah. I think we're good now. Um, You're just going to fondle it anyway. Uh, come on, Jackie. Fondle it? Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Fumble it. Fumble it. You just fumbled the fondle. Yeah, the Freudian Catholic joke's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. So he walks in uh, as they're going to crotch-grabbing town. And he's like, no, not cool. Uh, You're not my girlfriend anymore. And she's like, fine. I didn't want to be your total douche. No, that is not what happens. Yeah, it is. She throws a drink, his drink in his face. And she's she, like, I'm going to go hang out with. She and guy with hair. Yeah, guy with hair. <laughs> <laughs> guy with go hair. to the punch bowl. And he's like, you came here with me. And she's like, it's not about who you come with. It's who you leave with. Scram, buddy. And then she throws the drink on his white tuxedo. How is that different than my comment because, where she dumps him? No, you said that he dumped her. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. She yeah. she totally dumps him. And he's like, <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah, he's in there crying in the bathroom by himself. Some kids are in there about to light a stink bomb, which I thought it was cherry bombs in the toilet. You know, you explode the toilet, and then the plumber guy has to, or the maintenance guy has to come in and be yeah. like, oh, what do I do? If you're laying, you just take a shit in the bathroom, and it's going to smell bad, right? Right. right. Like, what's the point? What? Let, let me back up. I never did this. No. What's the point of cherry bombs in the toilet? Like the cherry bomb in the toilet, if you flush it right, right, if it's old enough and sturdy enough, plumbing, uh-huh. will cause shit to shoot out of all of the toilets at once. Oh, it doesn't explode the toilets. No, you want it to get it down. Okay. So if it's got cannon fuse, it's like waterproof. Mm-hmm. So if the bomb, if the cherry bomb goes down far enough, it'll get into a place where it'll shoot back pressure out of the plumbing through anything that's sort of connected. So if it makes it like you can theoretically, if you do it right, you'll actually shoot shit to the roof out of the men's and women's bathroom in the same wing. So and what is the point of this uh, activity? To get shit everywhere? To get shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I no. love shit. I want it everywhere, said no one ever. <laughs> the only person you're doing harm to is the guy that's got to clean it up, and that's yeah. just a minimum wage. To- My uncle was a goddamn janitor. He retired from the janitorial system. Kindest man you could ever fucking meet, and I bet you he had to clean shit off a goddamn ceiling at yeah, some probably. point, and that's terrible. It is terrible. And unless, unless, like, there's the, in the ladies' locker room, they're all in there pooping and you don't like them because they're mean i guess so you so you give them a shit enema so like yeah you give they get shit on their butt they're maybe their own shit maybe some other people's shit it's a yeah or maybe it blasts them onto the roof i was thinking more like corporations like ice you're like oh my god i have to use your bathroom and then you go in there and you cherry bomb them corporations like ice yeah that well are you talking about the immigrations and customs enforcement agency that's a federal i'm talking about the ones that keep children in cages yes. yeah that's a federal agency not a company um so <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about the companies though that that are housing the facilities you actually on uh, a podcast have just uh, uh confessed to a f- uh, the intent to commit a federal crime yeah <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I have to go on vacation now. <laughs> yeah. How about Facebook? Let's let's poo Facebook. Let's go in there and poop their bathrooms. I feel like they do that to themselves. Yeah, yeah that's like, probably a daily occurrence yeah. there. Zuckerberg just goes in there with his katana and like. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why does Zuckerberg have a katana? Because it's Zuckerberg. He's fucking batshit crazy. You didn't hear that he like 
in the early days of Facebook when they before they went IPO, but like still really successful. Sure. You know, because they're a laid back corporation. You know, you can come in here and wear shorts and flip flops, and you know, uh, you can play video games on your lunch break. Dude, we're cool, we're chill. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, why do you have a katana on you? He would just come in to the office with a katana and start swinging around and be like, guys, check out my katana. Because he's fucking psychotic. The man needs to be not in charge of anything. Or he's a dumb shit that was in his early 20s. Or or that. But you can't bring a katana into work. Why do you even have a katana? If you're that rich, you can bring a katana anywhere, I guess. Bring the tiger in if you're a rich psychopath. Be like, hey, guys, check out my tiger. Well, that's what What's-Her-Face from Theranos did. She brought a dog that was like a husky, but she called it a wolf. Okay. And would go around her office and be like, my wolf is going to eat you. <laughs> be like, that's a dog, and it's pretty nice. You are an idiot. Yeah. yeah uh, no, I'm, I'm still pretty sure Mark Zuckerberg is an idiot. Uh, that's what I used to do, too, when I used to go to work, and I'd take my corgi with me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you better back the fuck up. That dog is going to bite your fucking ankle right off. Yeah. Mm. Don't think so. Anyways, so they bring a stink bomb instead of a cherry bomb. Yeah, to uh, the bathroom. To the bathroom because they're going to make it stinky in there, not poopy. Going to make it smell like somebody pooped without pooping. Right? Oh, come on. It's like, oh, I pooped before I left. It already smells like poop in here. Yeah. The smoke bomb or the stink bomb didn't do anything. No, this is a a multi-use bathroom in Edmonton. It smells. (laughs) So the principal comes in and, and like stops them their their diabolical plan and says some weird shit to Bill like so how about the Oilers yeah, he's, he's like my girlfriend he's like yes. Are you having a nice time at prom no I don't like rock and roll it's never gonna last sure and then he just turns around and leaves he's like what fucking, the hell why did you come in here you fucking weirdo yeah so Bill is now in possession of the stink bomb. Yeah. He climbs into the rafter, rafters of on top of the stage to get his Carrie-esque revenge upon his dirty tramp uh, prom queen girlfriend who is on stage accepting her tiara and drops the stink bomb that is appears to be just a plastic explosive yeah. and lights her ass on fire. It's like a road flare. It's like a fucking road flare. And she's on fire. She goes up. Yeah. Apparently, this stunt, this was the longest that somebody, this was the record for how long somebody was on fire. For a, stunt, a, a stunt person? For like 10 years, I guess. How long did you, it was the stunt person on fire? Did you find that More out? More than four seconds, I guess, More which than is a long seconds. time. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. Yeah, that she, it's like 10, 15 seconds that well, the stunt person had to be on fire because there's a it, lot of shots. Right? Yeah, yeah oh, obviously, but there's a lot of shots that are not the same shot filmed from different angles. Yeah. Uh, she's on fire from head to toe for a long time. And that both sides of the person were on fire versus just the back. Yeah. Which is what happens usually. And you usually have the person wearing one of those masks. Uh, We've obviously gotten better as far as our uh, being on fire technology in the special uh, effects department uh, in modern society. Uh, Back in the day, you usually had to wear one of those face masks, you know, the white face mask. So the only person that would be on fire is usually uh, Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh, There's hair exposed to flame and a person's face. Like, this is a great job on this sure. stunt. Yeah, it does look but good. But also very dangerous. Yeah. And in the movie world, what you have now is a person burning to death, mm-hmm. but the stink bomb's also still going off. Ooh. So it's like, oh my God, it smells like a burning human and farts. It smells like Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. That's gross. 
Taco Bell worse than just farts. <laughs> it smells like someone's dying in fire and farts. And farts. But hey, two tacos for a dollar fifty. No, the tacos are like two dollars each. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mary Lou dies, but as she's being burninated, uh, she doesn't die from oxygen deprivation, which I always love in movies. Uh, she has time to look up while her face is melting off and see Bill up in the rafters and know that it was him who caused her to turn into carbon. Yeah. So, 30 years later, uh, enter the 1980s. Uh, we get introduced to Vicky, who, as we discussed earlier, is also very Carrie-esque. She uh, lives in a very conservative household where the mother is uh, somewhat re- uh, oppressive. Yeah. And uh, tells her that she shouldn't like boys, that she should focus on her Bible studies, and blah, 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 blah. She should uh, just shut the fuck up all the time. She should shut the fuck up all the time. She feeds them gruel for breakfast. You get gruel for breakfast. Actually, it seems like she herself eats gruel for breakfast. <laughs> right, right. Whereas she gives Vicky a pancake. <laughs> but Vicky doesn't eat it. Right. She's just like, fuck, I hate you and my life. No pancake this morning. I think it's just more of a flowers in the attic type thing where her mom is just slowly poisoning her. Ooh. Let me put some... Powdered sugar on that pancake for you. Yeah, it's just arsenic. I like that theory. Totally doesn't fit with the movie universe, but uh, it's fun. Uh, so they, she's got a boyfriend whose name is Craig, and Craig has a motorcycle, so sure. he's a bit of a bad boy, even though he's a total goober. He's, you know, this guy's pretty much king shit in Edmonton in 1987. I guess, even though like he's just a doofus he's a doofus. but not even a cool guy doofus he's he's kind of nerdy everybody in this school is a doofus yeah yeah i guess uh your comparisons also uh, there's only like six students in this school the cream rises to the top of the cheese <laughs> well and then you've got the 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 punks that they throw in there and the the cure type kids, right? Right, but they're not even they don't even fully go into it. Like there's a shot of like a guy from like class of 1984 one time, but there's no characters that are like yeah. really edgy. They're pretty posery, Jackie. Like, ah, I like the cure, but I'm not going to go all cure. I'm going to cry about boys in a locker room later. And then we just have the underdeveloped giant doofy guy. Oh my god, this guy. He is fantastic. If you if, watch the extras in this movie for this one man mountain of a doofus who's got he's got serious hockey hair. Yeah, he's he's like a majestic 80s dude. Tiny shorts. Yeah. And just kind of does around. Like he's he doesn't have any lines and he just duh. duh. He has a line at the end. Does he? What does he say? Duh. I like beer. <laughs> I like beer. Oh, yeah, that's right. He gets drunk at prom <laughs> and then becomes a Supreme Court justice for the sure. United States uh, Supreme Court. I like beer. Um, so Vicky and Craig. Oh, we should also mention that Craig is the son of the principal. And the principal just happens to be Bill, teenage prom queen murderer yes, from 1957. What happens if you're rich? Oh, okay. You can just make a charcoal broiled girl go away and become principal and become of the principal? exact same school where yeah. you murdered a teenager what would i really like do anything you want son 
That never happens. It's like, no, you're going to be a stockbroker like me or whatever, right? Right, Oil right, right. field man. Yeah, we'll make this go away, buddy. Yeah, but he doesn't get to be the principal. Why would you be the principal? Why would you be the principal? Uh, if anything I can do, I get to choose being a chaperone. Because that's what principals do, right? They just... The kids that get in trouble, you lecture them, and then the next, the next, and then another kid comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, you cut that girl's ponytail off. You're in trouble. Next. Right? Isn't that just what principals do? And they might do some financing. Finance. <laughs> yeah, financing they do type have work. to do, like, the, admin, the actual administration of the faculty is really their main job. Okay. You should. The punishing the kids is just, like, the really bad ones, because the counselor and the vice principal are supposed to do that. The discipline? Yeah, we didn't have any of that because our school was too small, but it's the way it's supposed to be. Jackie, did you have to go, ever have to go in the principal's office? Nope. I even stabbed some little fucker with a pencil. Wow! And didn't have to go because my teacher was like, that's what you get, whatever the fuck that kid's name was, was and sent his ass to the principal. Was it? She asked me to resharpen my pencil, though. Was it uh, at prom by chance? No. Okay. This was I, junior high. I thought maybe we'd explain this whole thing with you in prom... You know, nope. Junior high, junior high. Yeah. Kid would not fucking leave me alone, so I fucking stabbed him. Was it a Sadie's Hawkins dance? No, it was okay. just in class. Right. Did he ask you to the Sadie's? <laughs> yeah, he asked me to a dance, and I was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> okay, and I stabbed right. him. Now yeah. we've got this prom night thing figured out. Would you like to go to the mall later? Stab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Craig and Vicky go to a diner together. And he gives her a cross, which again conflicts completely with his, like his idiom of being like the bad kid for her that her parents don't want her dating. Well, he's not a bad kid. It's just her mom is like the definition of prude. Okay. Maybe, maybe she should meet him. Maybe she's he could like, be like, dude, lady, I, I super love the Jesus. She's like, uh, I can tell he's a biker. No, he's got a 400 Yamaha Virago. He's not really a biker. Right. And he's wearing a helmet. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he bought her a helmet. That's how considerate he is. And he bought her a fucking Jesus cross. Yeah. She's like, ah. I'm just going to say, even when I was that age, and to right now, if somebody were to give me a Jesus cross, I would hope it would be one of those old Victorian ones that were crested with gold that was like a foot tall, mm. you know, hanging mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this elaborate gold chain like you see the, in the Victorian the, movies. The cross of Coronado, as it were. Sure, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you would want a cross that was made from the blood of uh, the South American people uh, drawn from conquistadors. Right, yeah. That is the I, I only that. cross. I totally that, would want that. Yeah. <laughs> that is the only cross I am willing to accept at this point in my life. It belongs in a museum. Mostly the museum is my neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It belongs on display on my neck. I would I would become like uh like I'd I'd start up a rap band like uh uh Public Enemy. I, I'd, <laughs> what? I'd be the hype guy. For, you know, sure. Instead of a clock, I'd have the cross of Coronado. <laughs> and you'd get tired, <laughs> like, tired. really fast because it's heavy. <laughs> like, I can only do about a minute and a half of hyping for every five minutes of sitting that I have to do for your show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, they're in love. And at science class, uh, the nerdy guy, uh, Br- Brick Smithman. Brock Simpson. Brock Simpson. Is the name of the actor. Uh, what is he, he has a potato experiment. What is he trying to do to this potato? He's made a radio. Okay. A potato. A potato. <laughs> exactly. Where does the potato come in? 
Well, I think it probably would have worked had he had a nicer potato, but that one had obviously been rotted out. What would work? As an Idahoan, I know what potatoes look like when they're good. Okay. And this was not a good potato. So what? what's it do, Jackie? What's it's, each- a radi- it's a radio. Potato. potato. It's supposed to be, I don't know. An electricity conducer. I've seen a lot of radios. Uh, yeah. None of them have potatoes attached to no. them. <laughs> you can, as a science experiment in grade school, make a potato into a battery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what they were going for here. But oh. instead, he's taken science in and turned it into an abomination. Because he's giving like a fucking Frankenstein yeah. uh, lecture about how he's going to make this potato come alive. And he flicks the switch and and sparks come out and nothing happens. And he's like, it didn't come alive. We don't even know what happened. We don't even know what happened. What happened to the potato? Well, it didn't go back to the Irish, I'll tell you that. Oh, Jackie, stop it. (laughs) Um, Just one more potato, please. I'll take the one you were using for a battery. (laughs) Not good. Please. No. Nope. Okay, so elsewhere, all the teens in school are getting jacked about prom. They're talking about what they're going to wear and who they're going with. and We should do a reenactment. And the party at Stifler's house afterwards and uh, all the cliches that you can have during a 80s prom montage. We should do a reenactment. Of? Of this montage. Oh my God, I'm going to have the greatest hair anybody's ever seen at the prom. I'm eight feet tall and have blonde hair. Whoa. If you suck my dick, I'll change the uh, computer results. Right? Yep. That's... Actually, isn't that that's a literal reenactment, yeah. <laughs> not an interpretation of what this is? Okay, so um, I'm gonna give that a fail for all of us. Yeah, Did not okay. go well. All right, um, Vicky is also wanting to go to the prom. She's very excited about it, but her mother has decided that she's going to wear a what we have no choice but to interpret as a frumpy green dress because sure. we never see this green dress. No. That she's forced to wear. I, I'm guessing it's her mom's green dress, too, like from the 50s or whatever. It's probably the same fucking green dress she's had since junior high, and like every major dance she's ever gone to oh, is just right. the same green dress. Right. And the only reason that you can tell that it's a different dance is that the side of the cardboard thing that it comes in says, different dance. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different dance. Um, so she gets this bright idea to go down into the proper room and steal one of the drama department's Macbeth dresses, I guess, because... What? This is a Titanic cruise ship captain's dinner type dress. Why does the drama department have this? Because they do a Titanic once a year. Yeah, yeah. right. And, uh, you know. In the 80s? In, before it was a movie. I think it was a Titanic <laughs> movie, I'm sure. There was a play, whatever. Rose, 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 Rose. They have so to. So it's about it. So the. the if they did Singing of the Edmund Fitzgerald, everybody would cry. So it, the, the, the Hillstown <laughs> High School does as good of a job as producing uh, the story of Titanic as uh, Jimmy Cam Cam. <laughs> the yeah. acting's about as, as, about as good. Same, yeah. Rose, 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 Rose. The sea always swallows the things. Fuck, let me do that again, please. <laughs> Can I do that again? I can't do that again? God damn it. I'm your friend. I'm Bill Paxton. They got uh, they got uh, the, the when the when the boat sinks. They've got like a like a cardboard yeah. thing that they made in shop class, and then a guy jumps off the ladder and hits his head on the on the cardboard <laughs> propeller. <laughs> That's the only good thing that happens in the whole time. Then they go back to the the handsome kid going rose rose rose. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that theater departments get their costumes and props and crap like that. I think that. 
that people donate them. Oh, yeah, for yeah. the most oh, part. Yeah. yeah. But you know, let's be honest here. Vicky is not that great of a person. Okay. Because she's pilfering she, from the drama department. No, she got this idea mm-hmm. from the cure friend of hers that's right. going to the doctor. You know, she's like, I just got to go to the doctor. When I get back, I'm going to go through the prom or, or the prop room and get myself a dress. So what does Vicky do? Fuck you, bitch. I'm going down there first to get first dibs. So she totally elbowed her friend out of the way. She's actually doing her a favor, Jackie, because there's no way that any of those dresses would have fit over Roberta's hair. Like she can't get any of them on. <laughs> Maybe when she first gets out of the shower. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her hair is permanently like that. Yeah. Um, she stuck her finger in a fire light hose. Couldn't even change it, let alone a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so while she's down there in the prop department, she of course finds the trunk that has the soul of Mary Lou living in it. I, I guess. guess. Uh, I still, I never put this to get like, I didn't see anything to do with this trunk at the beginning. So I'm like a trunk. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm sure. It, there's a ghost in there, I guess. I guess. But even then, it doesn't make sense because she opens it up and the, the a picture of the class of 1957 in the principal Bill's office cracks right where Mary Lou's head is at. Mm. So it's like, I'm back, motherfucker. You trapped me in a trunk when you died. Like, did he have a seance and, like, capture her spooky revenge ghost into the tiara and then stuff it in the trunk and be like, that's where this lives? What's the ghost of Mary do being in the trunk? She died in a fire. She went into the trunk and then somebody locked it and she's like, ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Ah, shit. Why did I go in here? (laughs) What should we do with this old trunk, Bill? I don't know. Push it back in the corner. There's yeah. nothing good in it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense what she's doing in there. Um, it's definitely not for its spacious accommodations. No, you're in a trunk. In a high school that probably smells like mm-hmm. fried cafeteria food. And we all, we know the one thing that ghosts can't go through, the walls of trunks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh, my God. Wait a second. This is enchanted by gypsies. Fact. <laughs> Why did I come in here? <laughs> Meanwhile, after Roberta Smith confesses to being pregnant in the locker room, she goes into the art room and finds the tiara yeah. from 1957's prom. How did that get into the art room? Vicky brought it up. Why? Because she was showing everybody the cape and the crap that she found. So she took it to the art room? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okie dokie. She's going to draw a picture of it. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, this is a really nice tiara. It's made out of glass. Mm-hmm. And, and, and fucking Roberta Smith starts prying the gems out of it. Yeah. To do what? Pay for the baby. God damn it. Because <laughs> that's all I can figure at this point. Because the next time we see her is the bathroom thing that we talked about where she's like, I guess I'm pregnant I, that I you had to tell me because I still couldn't tell what was going on there. But now if that's what's happening in the next bathroom scene, I'm assuming that she's going to hawk these gemstones <laughs> they're, for baby money. They're plastic. <laughs> they're glass, Justin. They're classy. Yeah, okay. They're not <laughs> worth anything. No, the tiara is worth more uh, as a whole. Oh, my God. Which is like 10, 15 bucks. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> and so she puts on the cape. The, the the was there it's a wizard's cape i don't know what the fuck it is is it mary lou's as well yeah okay yeah. so she wore a wizard's cape to prom 
No, she, they, they were going to put it on her, and she's like, forget the cape, go get my crown. Oh, so it's yeah. like James Brown's cape. At the end of the prom, you put it on, and then you throw it off, and you're like, ha, hit me. Hoo. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's already halfway to the splits by the time that, you know, she's standing on stage. I was seriously waiting for her to do the the splits because, you know, she's standing like she's just look at my dong. Right. Okay. Um, And Mary, the ghost of Mary Lou's like, oh, bitch, that's my crown. Uh Oh, bitch, that's my cape. And she causes the cape to hang Roberta Smith from a light fixture. Yeah, it and breaks her neck while doing it. Very quickly becomes Stephen Strange's cape, right? And then fucks off for the rest of the movie, right? Well, she- let's be realistic here. There was a twist. Okay, you thought that it was she was going to get strangled on the wall, right? Then you see the paper cutter fall, right? Sure. The and the paper, paper cutter, paper cutter comes up, and I've always wondered if there's you also chop- confetti flying around all over the place. Yeah, so she could have been like suffocated by confetti. Yeah, so I'm thinking. They're going to chop her head off with a paper cutter. Sure. Which I've always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I do believe that you those things are sharp, right? That's uh, in a Freddy or a Jason movie, I believe. Paper cutter. Also, uh, Punisher with Tom Jane. He yeah. kills Kevin right, Nash right. with a paper cutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Uh, the Aliens Come to High School movie with uh, uh, Famke Jansen and... Uh, the Faculty. The Faculty. Um, the paper cutter and the Faculty? Yeah, what's his name? Uh handsome guy from Josh Hartnett Josh Hartnett gets a paper cutter and starts killing aliens yeah yeah but the, they always take the blade off like, no he uses the blade as a yeah. what, you, you take the blade off and then bonk him with the cutting board no <laughs> you gotta leave it connected to the cutting board right like a guillotine oh okay okay yeah. and so I'm thinking that this is gonna happen and I am fucking stoked but then it just drags her right through there and it hangs her on the light fixture. Mary Lou appears to be very like, oh, God, how am I going to do this? I've got so many options on how to murder people. I'll just I said, shut up, bitch. I'm trying to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like she's just, I don't know. And then she chucks her out a window. Yeah. Like to add insult to injury. <laughs> or... To make it look like a suicide. Well, you see what happened here. She threw herself through that window and then flew for about 40 feet uh-huh. and then landed in the grass and died. Yeah, through a plate, through a plate class window while wearing a wizard's cape as well. Yeah. Uh, and her neck is broken and she appears to have strangulation ligature marks on her neck. Clearly a suicide. Clearly a suicide. Wrap well, it up, boys. The cape goes back into the building. Oh, it floats away like Stephen Strange's. It does. Didn't you see that? No, I wasn't And it folded attention. itself back up with the crown. Mm, and the crown fixes yeah. itself and they sit there together. Okay. okay. So then the police are like, if this, obviously, if there was a cape here, this would be a ghost <laughs> murder. But since there is not, it's a suicide. Back it up! This one's clear cut! <laughs> the one thing I know about teenagers is that they can they can throw themselves from buildings sure. through plate glass at uh, about 52 miles per hour and into a car. That's it's, a new thing they're yeah. doing. The little tricky sons of bitches are trying to make it look like a ghost murder. It's not, though. It's a suicide. Let's go. Donuts. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the original boyfriend... Uh, well, not the original boyfriend, the cheating lover of Mary Lou from 1957 has become a priest. Sure. And he is, uh, he's got a shrine to Mary Lou. He's praying to Mary Lou's shrine that's in his church. Like he knows something like, or is still in love with Mary Lou, or I don't know what this guy's deal is. Uh, it's because she's better looking than dead Jesus on a cross. Okay. 
All right, so it's just uh, the entire Catholic religion is uh, based off of, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I guess they just, you know, there's no reason for this guy to be a priest. There's no reason for the rich guy to be a principal. No, it doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I guess everybody just went wonky after Mary Lou caught on fire. That How did Mary Lou become prom queen anyways? The town slut is never prom queen. The the women in school hate her, which they have to vote for. The teachers all hate her. Uh, and the boys are like, dude, but they don't like her. No. How do you become prom queen when you're the town trollop? It doesn't make any sense. No. And then the boys always just vote for, like, who they want to go out with. Right. Like the person can see that vote somehow. Right. And then later on, awkwardly, you go, like, I voted for you. And they're like, what are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm Mountain Dew. Bye. I take it that's from personal experience there, Sam. Oh, no. I was good with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a laugh. All right. <laughs> so he gives the eulogy at the uh, Roberta Smith's funeral, because that's how that works, and gives us some Reagan-esque fucking advisory tales about video games or bullshit. Something. Whatever. Yeah, fuck you guys. Um, Vicky goes and visits Mary Lou's grave after the funeral, though, and gets into it uh, with the, pro- the expected prom queen, who is Kelly, uh, because she's like, you're not going to do shit, bitch. And Vicky's like, dude, I'm like from a super conservative household. I didn't even know I was going to prom until last week. Why are you even talking to me? And uh, Vicky's already channeling Mary Lou. Like they've already got a connection. Sure. Because she saw her grave. I don't know what Vicky's deal is with anything. Mary Lou's like, oh, that's the one. I got to pick the frumpy girl to sure. possess later. She's out of sorts. She knows it's better than a gypsy enchanted locker. Right. Because she's yeah. been in one of those for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> she's got ghost uh, wake up. Like, sure. Problems. She needs ghost coffee. She Clear does. Her head. Need yeah. ghost coffee. Yeah. Maybe a little bump, you know, get that. Get those juices flowing. Mary Lou. <laughs> ghost cane. Ghost cane. Um, so Vicky starts to have visions about she goes into the upside down, essentially. She's got high school ghost visions, uh, sure. like the cafeteria churns grody in front of her, uh, or just Taco Bell again. Um, the hallways have like teenage dead people. Dade <laughs> Raper Sky. Teenage dead people. <laughs> oh, teenage dead people. <laughs> At dinner. With the fam, she confesses that she's not going to go to college. She's going to stay here and date Craig. And uh, her mom's like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? And uh, Vicky's like, well, fuck dinner. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Upstairs. So in, in her flashback ghost bullshit, uh-huh. she dropped her lunch. So she's gone all day without eating. She has. She skipped the pancakes. She didn't eat lunch because she dropped it, and now she's not eating dinner, so I'm pretty sure she's hangry. Yeah, she's just grumpy as shit. She's just grumpy as <laughs> she shit. She needs a Snickers. Her dad's like, you're going to feel better if you eat something. She's like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're being fussy. Don't call me fussy. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to go in this trunk. Yeah. And she runs to her room and channels Mary Lou, or Mary Lou gets inside of her or something, and she starts dressing like she's... Mary Lou, like she puts on makeup and combs her hair like uh, Olivia Newton-John in Grease type. Stuff. Sure, yeah. 
It's an improvement. It's a mega improvement. That's uh, Larry Bird looks a lot better with makeup on. In gym class, she gets hit in the face by a volleyball. Goes down. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly chucks one right at her face. I'm sorry, teenagers being brained by volleyballs is always going to be sure. funny. Yeah, anytime somebody funny. gets hit in the head, right? Yeah, but mostly teenagers. It's funnier when it's a teen, <laughs> even if they're being played by thirty year olds. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just the the innuendo of teenager getting bonked in the face is hilarious. Well, it's like their mouth always flies open. Like, right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and they fall on the floor. What is that for? <laughs> <laughs> and it causes her to have ghost vision again. Uh, and this ghost vision is witnessed by Principal Bill. He's like, Mary Lou? Like, Because Vicky awakens and she's like, oh, get away from me, Mary Lou. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop being inside me, Mary Lou! Stop it! <laughs> I'm hungry! <laughs> no, goddammit! <laughs> just fine! I just need a cookie. I just need a cookie, I'll be fine. And then her mom, she goes home, and her mom is like, You got hit in the face by a volleyball. You need to go to confession. <laughs> like, it's a sin to get hit in the face by a volleyball. It is, yeah. You just need some time with the Lord. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> There's an 11th one about a volleyball. <laughs> Somebody lost it. <laughs> Do not get bonked. Um, it's so weird. So she goes into confession, and she's like, uh, Father, forgive me for getting hit in the face by a volleyball, but I'm also not real popular, and sometimes I think about boys in their underwear. And he's like, Mary Lou? Mm-hmm. Oh. So now everybody's getting a little suspicious about what's going on with Vicky. Um, she's getting ready for bed that night, though. And inside of her room, uh, she has got... She doesn't have dolls in her room that are, like, creepy as shit. She's got a fucking carousel pony. It's supposed to be a rocking horse, but it's too big. It's too big. It's a carousel pony. And it's also a demon. It's a demon. <laughs> I loved this thing. I would totally have one of these in my house. Maybe not the demon variety. It stares at her. Its eyes move as she walks across the room with like demon eyes. It has demon eyes. And one at one point during the sequence, she looks at it and she's like, stab it. <laughs> Quit looking at me, I, horse. I think this this carousel pony has nothing to do with Mary Lou. She just bought, she went down to yeah. the, uh, where, where you buy gremlins, and she was like, oh my God, I love that. And the, the little Asian guy's like, well, it's possessed by a Chinese ghost demon. It's a demon horse, and it's got a hentai tongue. Um, <laughs> are you sure this is? That's the one I want, yeah. Dad's like, well, it is 20% off. That's yeah. a good deal. Like hentai, that's what well, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's like it's fine. <laughs> Sailor Moon is fine. Well, yeah. I'm gonna be the voice of Sailor Moon. Just watch Hello Kitty. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then sh- a bunch of fucking Nightmare on Elm Street stuff happens. Yeah, her blankets grow hands and start pulling at her, and uh, her hands come through her mirror and, and she gets tossed around the room a little bit and then the elevators open up and there's a bunch of blood that flows out and Kevin naked, Kevin Bacon gets stabbed in the throat by Jason. It's just a bunch of horror cliches is what I'm getting. But the at. worst thing is, is that she breaks her radio. <laughs> right. Fuck you guys, I'm breaking my radio. <laughs> yeah, she's going to throw like, it's not attacking her. The demon horse. No, it's just sort of going like, <laughs> 
Hang, I did this before, remember? I'm pissed off. Fuck you, horse. <laughs> and uh, Dad comes in. He's like, what's going on in here? I threw my radio. Yeah. God, get her some food, please. Just eat a cookie and then use your bang horse. Just leave me alone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot we pretend you don't do that. So that night, I guess she sneaks out or something, whatever. She leaves her house because she can do that in a super conservative house where it's super strict. Uh, goes to the graveyard, goes to Mary Lou's grave. The father's there, and he's like, what are you doing here? And at no point is she like, what the fuck are you doing here in a graveyard sneaking up on teenage girls, you creepy motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, he lives like, at the church. He lives at the church. So not the is- graveyard. So he just wanders the graveyard at night, sticking up on teenage girls, Jackie. It doesn't matter where he lives. You can't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I thought it was totally natural. Okay. And he's like, so what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I think Mary Lou's here. And he's like, yeah, you're right. She is back. So he's like, oh, my God. Uh, I got to have a fucking exorcism in the church. And I guess, like, usually don't exorcisms like you stand over Linda Blair and throw water, water and other at. shit. He's, he's just got a fucking pentagram that he's standing in and is going, I need a young priest and an old priest. Oh, he's not even doing He's just rectus dominus. Oh. Yeah, it's like he's exercising the town of Mary Lou. No, he's like exercising his shoes of right? bugs, maybe. I don't even <laughs> sure. The Mormon crickets are coming. Yeah. We can't let them in. And Mary Lou's like, no, and explodes his fucking Bible. Like, "Uh uh-uh. Fuck you, buddy. Your Bible's made of fire paper. What's that that paper? Flash paper? Yeah, flash paper. Okay. So he goes and visits Bill. And he's like, Bill, your girlfriend's back. Uh, She dumped me. She's technically your girlfriend. But we both still love her. um, And I lit her ass on fire. Yeah, no, you banged her. I got used by her, but then I burned her to the ground. Yeah. Uh, th- She's okay. quite dead. You, We have different takes on what happened in 1957, uh, potato, potato. But either way, she's going to possess you, Bill, and then kill you because of vengeance, I guess. Vengeance. She's been in a locker for 30 years. She's pissed. She's sleepy. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So Vicky is in class. She gets a 1957 yearbook. Uh, from her friend who found it in her dad's underwear drawer. I don't know about that. Underneath a Playboy. Yeah, okay. So I guess, is he beaten off to pictures of Mary Lou? Is that what we're supposed to... I guess, like, yeah. you, you start with Playboy and you end with Mary you Lou's high school picture? take a flash over to the face shot on the yearbook every once in a while, then go back. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what she looks like naked. Oh, yeah, that's what she looks like naked. And then you accidentally look at Glenn before you come in. Like, oh, <laughs> God damn it! I screwed it up again. Right well, ab- what's weird is that her Mary Lou's nickname in high school was Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff. Well, she's she's pretty hot. Yeah, and she's giving handies to everybody, so, you know. I, I don't know what else. Or the bicycle? I, I don't know what else you want, man. <laughs> hot Stuff is kind of, like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> they could have called her a lot worse, uh, especially in 1957. Um, So she's like, eh, that's what she looks like. I don't know what she's doing with the yearbook, but Kelly is like, uh, you're going to lose at prom. And she's like, uh-uh, bitch, and slaps her across the face and then gets detention. Yeah. There's a couple of times where she's just like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I am possessed and I haven't eaten in two days. But it's most hoop. It's mostly the hunger. Possession's kind of a nine-tenths of law. 
Um, she what? Yeah, whatever. Boo. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so in detention, she gets some more Freddy shit and gets sucked into the blackboard, which is also your poltergeist thing. She's now. Yeah, I guess this is as poltergeisty as she's on the other side of something. Right? Yeah, and then the next time we see her, she's in the prop room. And she's gone full Mary Lou. Mary Lou yeah. has taken over Vicky. They screwed up this visual effect, too, because they built the set to where there's a pool on the ground and it looks like the wall mm-hmm. the chalkboard. They mm-hmm. did okay with that. Mm-hmm. But then they added some other bullshit. Right. And it was right. like, no, just show the shot. It's going to look better that way. Yeah, it would have. Uh, they they uh, they sped it up and slowed it down and added like some blurs to it and yeah, stuff. And they it animated it some crappy. letters in there. Yeah, it looks crappy. So now she's full Mary Lou, and she goes to confession, and she's like, uh, I've been sucking all the town dicks, and I love it. And uh, the priest is like... Uh, Did get- you? Because I didn't see any of that in the movie. Yeah. Um, get get away from me, demon of hell. And she's like, your cross doesn't do shit to me because uh, there is no heaven, there is no hell, there's only a trunk. And I got trapped in it. <laughs> I got trapped in it. I'm pissed. So Catholicism bullshit. Uh, take your cross and I'm going to shove it through your throat. Yeah. But this is one of my favorite lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know what pissed me off the most? No wings. That's your favorite line? I thought that was stupid. I thought it was funny. Like she. She wanted to be an angel. She wanted to suck a lot of cock. Go. Oh. I mean, that's Mary Lou's thing. She doesn't like, I'm going to turn into a beautiful butterfly and fly out of this shithole town. Like, Angel? What? Like, you were cool with being a trollop, and yeah, I'm fine with Maybe being a trollop. Maybe she's just like, that's what you want she's to be a flight for. enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. I went up into the cockpit and talked to the pilot, and he was like, no, we don't actually give wings to anybody. And it was bullshit. Instead, yeah. I was in a trunk. So, the Catholic priest is dead. She goes to high school, and all the boys instantly want her. I guess she has love potion number nine, powers two, as a spooky ghost. I don't know. Uh, because she's Vicky. She's not, she hasn't transformed. She's just living inside of Vicky's visage. She's dressed like she's from the 1950s, and she's putting out the vibe. Yeah, she's vibing it. Maybe she's got some pheromones going on, and the boys are like, Ooh. But she's still Vicky. She's not Mary Lou, who's hotter than Vicky. Yeah, but these... Guys in the school are doofuses. Yeah. She's way out of their league still. Yes, maybe. Right? Yeah, yeah. She ends up in the locker room with this lady who's got fake cans and like her best friend. Her best when was she best friends? The whole movie. Yeah. Okay. Way to be observant. I don't know. Oh, this is the same lady that yeah. was like okay. That makes out with huh. Brock Simpson. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought that was Kelly who wanted nope. to be the prom queen. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, this is the bicycle scene where they kiss on the street. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, that girl. Okay. Um, And she's like, uh, nice fake boobs. Let's go into the shower together and uh, do normal things. And then Mary Lou, like, gives her Neil Breen kisses. Yeah. Like, she's not trying to seduce this person. She's like, I'm going to kiss your cheek and then your forehead and then your eyeball and then I'm going to lick your face. Yeah. And and the girl's like, ah, this runs is, away. This is definitely not the shower scene in Malibu Express. No. Not hot stuff happening it's here. It's not hot stuff happening. And then, like, she, because Mary Lou gave her gentle kisses on the forehead and the face, she thinks that Mary Lou wants to kill her? 
She's now scared to death. Right. Yeah, so or, she goes and hides in a locker. Is she like, this is 1987. We can't be lesbians. The town will hang us. Because it's 1987. Guys, like, you know, in 1987. No, you have rights. to be afraid of being a lesbian in 87. Right. Because if you do a lesbian sour scene in 87, Don Simpson's going to show up with some cocaine. <laughs> He's not dead. Let's go, guys. I say how to make this hot. I got to poop. I haven't pooped in three weeks. The coke, the coke. The cocaine. Okay, so she hides in the locker because she's scared of her inner feelings for her friend. And Mary Lou crushes her in the lockers. Like X-Men style. Jean Grey. Fucking dark phoenix and then it's not even really good like it should have just been blood right but it's like fucking spaghettios come out of the top locker <laughs> vent you're like uh-oh spaghettios and it doesn't line up either because no. it's like where her neck would be is sure. where the spaghettios come out of yeah no it's like there was also <laughs> spaghettios in that locker <laughs> see and this was another twist for me because i thought she was just gonna blow open the door uh-huh. right and then she would be like ah! and then she would run and then she'd kill her with like a hand weight or something. Right, right. But nope, just fucking smushed her. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun one. And it, then when the brains came out, I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Then she gets violent and weird with Craig. It's like super violent, super weird. And he's like, I don't like this foreplay. He's yeah. trying to rape her. Right. Or she's trying to rape him. Right, right, I don't right. know. You she's can't weird about it. Rape somebody by trying to rip their cock off. Right. You can't this do that. Is what she's trying to do. She like grabs him. She's like, do you like this? And she's like trying to lift him up by his balls. And he's like, no, I do not. <laughs> no one likes this. My first sexual experience went poorly. Uh, She visits Principal Billy. And tries to seduce him, but he knows, oh, you're Mary Lou. Get away from me, you demon whore. And she leaves. I guess she goes home. <laughs> Get ready for prom night, because it's now prom night. <laughs> Finally, it's prom night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this movie's, Two. This movie's prom <laughs> night, guys. Uh, Her dad comes into the room to, like, give her the, oh, you know... Back uh, just not too long ago, I remember you blowing out the candles on your eighth birthday and asking for a pony for Christmas, and you were just the sweetest. Oh, my God, you're making out with me. Yeah, she just starts making out with him. Except for he's like, I remember you when you, oh, my God, you're making out with me. Yeah. He does not stop. No, he doesn't. And yes, it's Mary Lou, but he doesn't know that. No. He's just making out with his daughter. Gross. Not cool. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you sexually repress people. They do weird shit. Yeah, I get. I, ugh, I don't, um, her mom comes in and sees them, and she's like, "You harlot! You Jezebel! Get away from him!" Doesn't ever be like, "Why are you making out with your daughter?" Yeah, because uh, it's not his. Oh, oh, that could be too. Yeah, a little backstory that we didn't get. Mom was also a town floozy. Yeah, and that's why mm-hmm. she's so pious now. Yeah, second runner-up to Mary Lou at sure. the prom. Uh, got pregnant that night, and that guy ran off t- with uh, another man. Which explains why the she's 30 right. instead of 18. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Um, 
And her mom, or, or uh, Mary Lou, blasts the mom through the front door, and I guess she's dead from it. Yeah, or upset. Yeah. Knocked out. Ow. Ow. I mean, when you're older, you can't really take a hit like that without, you know, some kind of damage. He didn't knock you out, you know, maybe give you a concussion. You know, you might break a, a hip. Wait, you're telling me that the incredible cure-all Ben Gay won't fix that? No. Oh, okay. Now when you're that old. <laughs> She's like, I landed on my cross. But the smell will make you feel better. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So Bill is like, all right, buddy, here's the deal. I remember when you were just a young boy asking for a pony, but uh, you're not going to prom with Mary Lou. Shoot to the head. (laughs) He just thumps him, and it's not even hard. No. He's like, aha, I've hit you with your shoe. He's like, that's a dick move. Why would you do that? It's a sneaker. It's rubber sold. Are you kidding me? Ow, stop. What? Is that what we're doing? We're having a shoe fight? (laughs) (laughs) This is weird. I don't like it. So he knocks him out, and then he goes down to the graveyard, digs up Mary Mary Lou's grave. Oh, you don't forget that he puts on his grave digging cardigan first. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice cardigan, too. It's very Mr. Rogery. And I'm pretty sure that it's cashmere. I don't think it is. I think it's just fucking... Of course it's cash. Yarn. Yarn. <laughs> he goes and gets it all fucking dirty in the grave. But he's rich. He is rich. <laughs> I mean, you can tell if you have a grave, get digging cardigan. You're obviously yeah. doing better than me. If you Mar- can just throw you know, clothes away like that. Sure. Mary Lou's body is not in the grave. It's uh, it's the, the priest, the yeah. father. Um, I don't know. Not what he was expecting to find in there because he knows Mary Lou's trapped in the the trunk. Well, maybe her body would still be in there. I don't know. But there wasn't much. I mean, it's not a lot left. No. I mean, she went up pretty good. (laughs) Cremation on the dance floor. Did they have fire extinguishers in 1957? Were those a 1957 invention? Or was it just buckets of water that you had to put fire on them? Just pee on them. Come on, man. I guess they had the punch. They could have put her out. Could they have put her out with the punch? No, the punch is probably about 102 proof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I just made it worse. Whoa! (laughs) Okay, yeah. No, there's not enough left to find of Mary Lou in the the grave. She went up all the way. Um, But she's at prom, and she. Okay, this Mary Lou's at prom. She's flirting with all the boys. Craig wakes up. And goes downstairs and calls Mary Lou's house where the family's answering machine is changed to, hey, it's me, Vicky. Um, I'm at the prom getting all the D and all the revenge, uh-huh. motherfuckers. Well, it's not Vicky. She says this is Mary Lou. Oh, she does say it's Mary Lou. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Either way, Mary Lou has gone down to the answering machine and changed it to leave a spooky prophetic message. Sure. I'm oh. killing everybody. Don't worry about calling me back. You'll be dead. Yeah, you'll be dead. Oh, and Vicky doesn't live here anymore. And Vicky doesn't live here anymore. Now, here's the deal, guys. Uh, well, I'll save that for later. But let, let's remember the answering machine. Um, Brick Simpson yeah. has gone into the computer room with the uh, the hopeful, the prom queen cheater, as it were. She's sure. going to cheat her way to being prom queen. Gives him a BJ to change the results of the prom election, I guess, or just the banner to say, instead of Vicky who winning prom queen, because of course Vicky was going to win prom. Why would Vicky win prom queen? Nobody likes Vicky. Um, it's the, it's Kelly. Kelly's one. Sure. Queen. He's pulling a Russia on the, the election. <laughs> Except that you got a BJ. I don't think anybody got one of those. No. Well, somebody got one. Somebody got one. Yeah. 
Yeah. They've got honeypots, Sam. Of course they're getting PJs. What the... F- I need to get into this election business. You need to be a politician, Sam. Just, like, or, or at least in, like an ambassador or something. I'm pretty sure bass- ambassadors get honeypotted. Oh, yeah. Like like a know-nothing well, That's ambassador. why they won't send you there unless you're married already. I guess. Really? No. No. You're just going to cheat on your wife. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Don't do that. Get uh, Become an ambassador. Single. Uh, 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 like a man about town ambassador. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll be like, how are things over there in whatever country? I'm like, they like me. They are really trying to get me to be blackmailed, but I am blackmailing myself because I am human garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got photos of you with, with a lot of women naked. I'm like, huh? yeah, so does everybody else in this country, Okey man. Okie <laughs> Yeah. What do you get? Okay. I mean, you've been on the internet. I put dick pics myself on. Yeah. There. Like, have you seen my Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so he rigs it, and Mary Lou's, but Mary Lou's like, uh, uh-uh. so she jacks into the internet. Yeah, they have an apple, and then there's another apple on the stage, and it makes it seem like these are networked together, and I just don't know if that's a thing. In yet. 1987, I'm pretty sure it's not. You, Not for the high school, anyway. Yeah, I mean, they, you wouldn't even you would do the whole prom queen by just names in a hat, yeah, like a little voting bowl. Oh, the number we've tallied the votes, and it's Vicky. Not computers. No. Like, what are you gonna do? Print a little fucking eight by ten results and be like, oh, Vicky's the winner. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, they edit. It takes more work to actually put it into the computer to tabulate right. the results. But you get a star graphic. Yeah, right. That people thought were pretty awesome. (laughs) So she zaps him through the internet uh, with the powers of science. Like, she she electrocutes him. Yeah. So she's got more X-Men powers. She's the shocker now. Right. Well, the shocker vibrated you. No, that's one in the front. Hey, oh. Oh. She'd be Electro. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about the horror movie shocker. Oh, right. Oh, right yeah, now. the prison guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's named prom queen. Uh, but while she's getting prom queened, what, uh, uh, throned or whatever that is, uh, Bill climbs up onto the rafters and shoots her in the back with a thirty-eight. Yeah. This was a great plan. Yeah. He hits her twice, maybe, but he empties it out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Vicky's dead. She's laying on the floor. Craig runs in and he's like, oh, no, my love of my life. Uh, you shot her, dad. But Mary Lou's got one more surprise left in her. She's not dead. She's, in fact, been living inside of a Vicky skin suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a grody corpse. She puts the lotion on. She needs to put the lotion on. She's grody. Yeah, she's Swamp Thing. She's Swamp Thing inside of Vicky. Skin. Well, it almost kind of seems at this point, too, when she starts killing teenagers, that the more teenagers she kills, the more regenerated she right? gets. And, and that's what I took away from She's that. She's like the mummy. Yeah. And I think the best kill she had in this particular scene was when she kills Kelly with an electric tube light. Yeah, yeah neon, neon light. Neon yeah. light. She really opened her up. You know, like neon sign. It's open. Yeah, it's a reach. <laughs> it's a reach. Yeah. Okay, all right. She really showed her the light. Yeah. Oh, that's a little better. Neon and your life is gone. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a public service message <laughs> from Stinker Madness. 
She chases Craig because now she's like, I'm going to kill you, Craig, because revenge. you are. Why revenge She's going to kill Craig? Bill's son. Why not kill Bill? Because that's not good enough. Because that's a movie that's going to happen in another 10 years. Sure. All right. uh, she chases him to the prop room and gets tricked. He, he She tricks him into letting her in because she's like, no, it's me, Vicky. I'm still okay. And then he's like, oh, Vicky, my love. And they hug, but nope, it's Mary Lou. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. All right, so here's my, I'm going to burn my first question. I don't have a lot of questions for this movie, but I'm going to burn one here. Mm-hmm. Do you open the door? Because after what you just saw, somebody just came out of your girlfriend's chest. Correct. She has been shot. She was dead on stage. Do you open the door at this point? And we need to be clear that it's not like one of those like animation sequences where like a little, like her, her spirit goes out of Vicky's mouth. No, an entire person crawls out of Vicky's chest cavity. She's not okay. She's not okay. But it is just a skin suit because if we remember, the real Vicky got sucked into a charcoal. But he doesn't know that, Sam. Chalkboard. He doesn't doesn't know that. that. He thinks Vicky has a giant, like nothing inside of her. Like, oh, I'll I'll play with your boobs later. There isn't any more boobs. It's just a gaping hole where a person walked out. No, don't let her in. Eyes without a face, only yeah. literally. Right. <laughs> okay. And so she's like, ha, it's me, Mary Lou, and then starts to suck him into the trunk. Yep. Like, the, go in there. I don't want to be in there anymore, but I guess it's my home. We'll be there together. See what it's like in this trunk, fucker. <laughs> but Bill comes in, and he's like, Mary Lou, here's your tiara. And he crowns her prom queen. Right. And then they go into the shining end. Yeah. And the movie is now resolved? No, 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 no. So he it gets should her be. to Tierra and starts making out with her, which causes her tombstone to explode. Yeah. Which then sucks her into 1957 at the Overlook Hotel. And they're together in 1957 yeah. forever young. You've assume at this point he has sacrificed himself for his son right and they are going to live together forever trapped in time in a fucking trunk in a happier place for them for them right okay even though she hates bill even though she fucking hates bill she doesn't like bill until Uh. now i guess so craig then opens the trunk and a slimy vicky comes crawling out implying that she was trapped in the pool chalkboard this entire time. Except it's not water. It's definitely goop. It's goop. So they could reshoot it's, it over and over again. Proto, it's ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. It's gross. And so they go outside. Everything's okay now. But Bill's fucking out there. He's not in 1957. He's like, hey, son. Uh, oh, I see you found Vicky. Yeah. Uh, she looks good. I'm glad to see that she didn't have uh, a, a giant chest wound from a corpse crawling out of her. Sure, yeah. Uh, let's go home, guys. You want ice cream? Ice cream. Oh, wait. I'm not me. I'm <laughs> the ghost of a lady. I don't know what's happening in the movie. I'm and it's fucking over. Mary Lou. Bill is Mary Lou. Yeah. Yep. It's our, they're playing our song, kids. And they drive. They know that she's Mary Lou and they scream and then they drive off and it's credits. Where are they going? Where are they going? Why is Mary Lou there? 
They're going to the Oilers game. Yeah. <laughs> then he's going to murder the shit out of them. It's two for one hot dogs night. Yeah, it is. You can't turn that down. No. I think Gretzky's still there at this point. <laughs> right. Him and Paul Coffey. So this is good stuff. Number one question. What is Mary Lou's motivation? She wants that damn tiara. Jackie, she got fucking crown prom queen before getting her ass lit on fire. She's on stage accepting it, and she's prom queen. Then her ass gets caught on fire. They never put the crown on her head. So she wants a $15 crown? Yeah. That's it. That's what she wants. She gets it at the end of the movie. But it's still not enough. That's not what she wanted. Well, the world is not enough. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll get to that at some point, but not today. Um, That's not what she wanted. She never wanted the fucking tear because she gets the tear. It's a. I mean, and don't forget the tear is just a physical representation of her being called prom queen, which she was called prom queen before her ass got caught on fire. And if she went non-corporeal, why does she come back in his body? Why does she come back in his body? She's non-corporeal too. They were both as corporeal as each other, and then they were both not, but now only he is. That doesn't make sense. In, in, inhabit the body of uh, fucking Natasha Henstridge. I'm Natasha Henstridge. I'm going to have a great time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, instead, instead, I'm going to be a principal. Uh-huh. I don't fucking understand this movie. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no goddamn sense. This thing is as nonsensical as anything out of nonsensical November, except for maybe the Wicker Man. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make. There's, there was too much jumbled together here to have coherence. Right. Who's next? What happens to the potato? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. No, real important. No, no answers for that one. I believe that it ends up in the cafeteria. Right. Right. You know, waste not, want not. True that. Uh, Jackie. Where are they going? I, I think we already kind of answered this, but, you know, like, what's the plan now? She's in an old man's body. Is she, she going to go on a raping spree until she finds a good pair of boobs? And then she's like, all right, I'm going to be this person now. Mm-hmm. She's just going to continue to jump from person I, to person. I guess we kind of have no choice but to watch the other two. We're going to have to finish yeah, this Mary Lou business up. to find out now. Because I'm assuming that she's, like, it, it, the way that this film ends, it implies that Mary Lou's going to murder them in the back seat. I guess. Yeah, and then do like totally a Mary Lou thing and get trapped in some fucking <laughs> inanimate object. Later. I'm in a freezer. Yeah, she's like I was going for old lady sewing basket. Yeah, I right. wasn't even no like under a cheese grater. <laughs> oh, nobody in this house likes cheese. <laughs> Fuck! I'm stuck under here. Why? Why did I come here? Why did I do that? Oh. Is there any tale of caution in this film? <laughs> because most horror movies from the 80s are a cautionary yeah. tale about, you know, teen sex or doing drugs or blah, 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 blah. Is there anything like, is there I, a moral to this movie? Yes, you, you don't light stink bombs on stage and throw them at people. Well, of course not. That's not a, like, don't burn people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this movie is about. You don't burn fucking people in their moment. Okay. Fire and human skin, a cautionary tale. Right. I'm glad we, uh, I, uh, we got told that because otherwise I never would have put those two things together yeah. jesus no there is nothing there's nothing sam what does her dad do now that her mom is presumably dead fucking go on a singles cruise i bet in his best fucking suit dance with all the ladies and put his sausage in places 
I don't know, man. I think this dad's got some issues with his daughter that I, uh, I don't want to have resolved. I, I Get away from that guy. Maybe he probably gets arrested because sure. he made out with his daughter and had no problems with it. No, this he's, guy's got something else going on. He steps over his wife, buys a Corvette, and then 17 gets him 20. I don't know if he buys a Corvette, man. He might be buying like one of those like 70s cop cars, like a Lincoln town car, like creepy, like or a van. Yeah, or a van. Can you help me with this couch? Like this guy's gone full Buffalo Bob. No, he probably I think I like where you're going. He's going to impersonate a police officer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then he's going to go all old and Polonese. And actually get wrapped up in just writing people traffic tickets oh. for a thrill. But he's still obsessed with his daughter. So every time he writes up a traffic ticket, it's he's, whoever's driving, he sees his daughter. Ha, slow it down, baby. And then <laughs> and then draws a picture of a hard-on and a butt at the bottom <laughs> of it. Um. All right. Back to the answering machine. Mary Lou. Yeah. Is wearing a Vicky skin suit. She has crafted a... Uh, just a visual representation of Vicky. She's not possessing Vicky's body no. and soul because Vicky is trapped into a chalkboard, which means before Mary Lou's night of vengeance happen, she decides that she's got to leave this fucking spooky message for to, to, to be a spooky villain. But in order to do it, she would have had to stop and read the answering machine uh, owner's manual because she's from 1957. Yeah. She doesn't know how answering machines in the 80s work. No. She stopped and read a manual on how to change the family's answering machine message. She doesn't even know that they exist. Right. It's insane. And then later she knows how the fucking internet works. So, like, it doesn't work. She's not. Vicky has to be inside of her. There has to be some remnant that Vicky is sharing with this person who's possessing her body. And in fact, the priest even says that, that, that that's how it's going to go is Vicky is possessing people. Yes. Or that Mary Lou's going to possess people. So Vicky can't be trapped in the chalkboard. No. And be possessed walking around, which means that Vicky got her fucking chest cavity ripped open. She wasn't a skin suit. Uh, she's dead. So now there's just a dead Vicky walking around. She's a goddamn zombie in the back of that car. Pet and making cemetery. Out. Yeah, it's pet cemetery, dude. There, there's got to be some answers in fucking prom night three. And now we have to watch it, even though yep. it's going to suck. It's going to suck. You're welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, dude. It's just too baffling, which leads me to final recommendations uh i'm gonna give it a do i didn't like it yes um it's barely anything as far as J why jackie loves it oh the desk the desk no dude this is is, is cliche and but other than the smashing of the lockers and even then it's shot so poorly that it's like really um but it's so bad as far as it's writing that i it's bizarre yeah. this is a weird horror movie so because of that yeah dude Pop this shit in, see if you can figure it out, uh, fill all the plot holes with your own nonsense, and riff it through. Sam? I also give it a do for basically the exact same reason. Yes. It's a great riffer, and it's just one of those that if you like bad movies, you should watch it because very few movies make this little sense. Yeah. Jackie? I'm going to give it a do. Great costumes. <laughs> uh nonsensical murders little twist and turn murders you know uh you know you think something's gonna happen but then you know it goes a different direction which yeah. i can appreciate yeah 
Um, I think Mary Lou is really pretty. And yeah. I think she does a really good job of being the what bicycle ha- slut. I- I'm surprised you didn't uh, dig into her anymore. Uh, the actress that plays Mary Lou. The Phage, whatever her name was. I don't know. Yeah, I did. It didn't seem like they're all Canadians. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Ironside's mm. like the one that made it out of there. Right. Apparently, the dude that uh, plays Craig still works up there. Okay. Like, mm. yeah. And then the director would go on to do a lot of directing for that studio. We can never figure out which one it is. It does all the science fiction movies in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he worked there for like twenty years after this. So yeah, mm. I just don't know why the actress that played Mary Lou didn't go on. She was. Man, she she had let's do this scream queen career. Yeah, she all really did. Yeah, I think there's. She didn't take her top off. Oh, okay. Well, next time you do, you yeah. know, get a little Linda Blair going on, baby. Yeah, it's too bad that that's what has to happen. But it is really too bad that that's what has to happen in the 1980s. But she could have had a great career, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's not why you do it. Don't don't. Do anything I just said. Ladies, keep your tops on if you don't want to take them off. But if you do, we all want to have them. partake them. I will show my butt in any horror movie <laughs> for anyone that's uh, any producers of <laughs> films that think they need a middle-aged hairy ass. Originally, we had a swamp monster as the uh, the horror device, but then we had Sam take his butt out, and now that's yeah. the monster. I feel <laughs> the like horror is just from Sam's ass. The problem is, is that they're like, well, once we can't get an affordable rate on Brent Spiner, but uh, he's got the butt market cornered right now. <laughs> okay, that's three recommendations from us. Uh, we've got some listener feedback. From our good friend of the show, uh, Jack B, who says, uh, he emails us, talk at stinkermadness.com. If you want to shout out to us or have questions or recommendations, talk at stinkermadness.com. Recently, I watched Fatal Future, the self-described first ever feature-length homage to, homage, but I like to say homage, to Vegas-based auteur Neil Breen. This movie is hot garbage and not at all entertaining. Everything is straight out of a Neil Brain movie. M.C. Dalton, a rogue hacker who's the best at everything, saving the world from evil corporations. M.C. Dalton. Yeah, that's his name. M.C. Dalton, a rogue hacker who's best at everything, saving the world from evil corporations and rescuing his dead wife. This shows Res- the, how do you rescue a dead wife? It's Neil. It's like a Neil Breen homage. There's magic. In there's magic. a magic rock. Yeah, there's you magic just rock. Put it on there with your taxes and the secrets of the government. Right. Exactly. Uh, this shows the importance of intent in bad movies. If you set out to purposely make a bad movie, it's just going to be bad. I think I like Pastor more than any of you guys, and the reason is just because you have Neil Breen being honest and sincere, as well as failing horribly at everything. Neil Breen is charming. This is not. It was an hour and a half, but it felt like four hours. Avoid this. Fatal Future. So there's a Mm. streaming do's and don't from Jack B. Hmm. Uh, Sam, do you find Neil Breen charming? (laughs) No. No. I don't. I don't either. I find Tommy charming. There's a charm to Tommy. He's innocent, and there's a level of sweetness to him, and he actually cares about those that are around him, even though at some points he can be a massive fucking prick. But he really does want it just be loved. Sure. Whereas Neil Breen wants to burn the fucking world to the ground. He seems to want it all to end. Yes. He's a nihilist, man. He's a nihilist, and nihilists can't be charming. It's just, I think it's in the rules. Sure. Yeah. Jackie, Breen, charming. 
No. 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 I mean, I I didn't even have to weigh in on this. I've said so many times that it just that man just disgusts me. Yeah. I mean, it, there's, I guess, the, it, being a fool is a little innocent because he's a fool, but he's a dangerous fool. Yeah. And that that's what frightens me about him. Still love his movies. Still sure. going to watch him. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, on streaming do's and don'ts this week, we've got a future smabfa contender, maybe the only one because man, there's not a lot of bad movies we've seen this year. Uh, but this one's super bad on Amazon Prime, starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, Serenity. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was told that I can no longer just go right. at the podcast anymore. Right, you even can. though Matthew McConaughey does that in the movie all the time. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, Serenity, the stare is the story of a fishing boat captain who meets a uh, friend from uh, Vietnam who has no legs and they have adventures together. I wish. Um, instead, Matthew Conaghy is a fishing boat captain who is propositioned by his ex-wife to kill her current husband who beats her and treats their joint son like shit. Yes. On his fishing boat. So like, go take him out in the ocean and then push him over. And yep. then drive back, and I'll give you a million dollars. Cut him up, royal feed him prick. to the sharks. Uh, Jason Clark is Jason Clark, uh, yeah. the husband. Um, I'm not going to tell you what happens in the end. Um, this movie it's, is it's deeper than that. Now renowned for its horrendously stupid twist. Right, very stupid. And it's almost like I said too much. You want to watch this thing as clean a slate as possible. Yeah. Like, you just want to sit there and be like, I don't have any idea what's going on, and then slowly figure out what's happening and be like, oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck. It's almost Shyamalanian in its twist. It's I can't tell if it's worse or better, but it's fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. So how do we call this? Because it's a smaffa contender. It's ludicrously stupid. Dude, it's a it. bunch of A-listers trying so hard to toss their Academy Award-winning careers into the garbage. Garbage. Uh, how do you call I it? I call it's it tough. a do because everybody's doing it. You have to do it. It's so bad. They already did it on how did this get made. Yeah. Yeah. Which, fuck those guys. Actually, don't fuck those no, guys. Those They're guys the second best bad movie podcast in the world. Yeah. Uh, very far behind the the number one Spot. bad podcast. Uh, bad movie fiends is who I'm sure. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about us, goddammit. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys from the Flophouse, man, they're funny. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean us. Yeah, I mean us. Um, Jackie, where are you on Serenity? Do or I'd, don't? I'd say watch it just because. You gotta watch it. You gotta, he's so bad. kind of, you once you watch it, then you'll want other people to watch it because kind you don't want to yeah. be the only one because you want to talk to somebody about how fucking stupid this thing was and what the hell. It's spoiled milk. Dude, you got to try the yeah. spoiled milk. Yeah, it's a courtesy sniff. Yeah, I guess. I know two people in legal, like uh, in uh, cannabis legal states that have said, I'm going to eat as much weed as I can yep. and watch this yeah. again. Right. Like, wait till I'm flying on it and then see if having a brain completely hindered in every way possible will allow for the things that I am seeing. And we got to talk about Anne Hathaway because she stinks. Her uh, hand business that got her nominated for worst bad actress in that fucking uh, Oz movie. Yeah. Uh, where she's Glenda, the good witch or whatever. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, that would imagine, imagine her hand business that was so bad 
then like like a like a like she's injected with some poison and it slowly climbs up from her hands and then spreads into her limbs and there's like a really cool effect where you can see it going pulsing through her body and then all of a sudden it takes over her face that is what has happened in this movie her hands have taken over, over her, body. her entire body and she is as bad as i've ever seen an a-lister do in a movie she is a dame in a 20s gumshoe movie Correct. and she's the only person in that movie while this movie is happening <laughs> exactly. that's the problem is that what she's doing would work perfectly for something else and she's 100 committed to it she's just not doing at all the right thing of all the fish boats yeah. in the world that she had to walk into she walked into mine and then she slept on slipped on fish guts and broke her head open because yeah. you know it's a fishing boat it's like <laughs> She's in high heels. Yeah, it's all like noir and like that's where she's at. And then you just got McGonaghan in a wet t-shirt going. Uh, yeah, I do, but oh god, it's horrible. It's horrible, and it's a little bit. The first hour, you're gonna be like, "Why are these fuckers tell me to watch this?" Yeah, yeah. Um, next week it's my pick. We're going to be back on trucking movies, guys, and we got a little surprise, surprise, surprise. Convoy. Oh, <laughs> God damn yes, it. Yes, with one of my all-time favorite actors, Chris Christopherson. His second time on the show, surprisingly. Yeah. Movie, about, movie about trucking where they're parked <laughs> for 90% of the fucking movie. Uh, follow up to our infamous Breaker Breaker episode. So uh, check that out. It is on Amazon Prime this week. So uh, hope you enjoy your guys this week and get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.